welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, joined as always with my co-host, Donna Lee. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Many of our listeners become patients and many of our patients are avid listeners and they always talk about how great of a job you do on this show, Donna, mm. thank you so much. I am a professional button pusher, so thank you all for recognizing that. <laughs> this is a men's health show. I'm a board-certified urologist. A urologist is a surgeon who trains for about five or six years after um, medical school and uh, then learns surgery of the genitourinary organs, mm. but then we become men's health specialists. Uh, we see most of our patients are in the clinic, so although we love to operate, we only get to operate maybe a couple of days a week. Right. Most of our patients are seen in the clinic. Mm -hmm. uh, urologists, like so many other medical specialties, are uh, hard to come by. There's only 300 that graduate every year, and they get dispersed all throughout this country. Mm -hmm. But we have availability for you. We, we have uh, two new urologists that just joined us. We're very fortunate to have them, uh, Drs. Nguyen and Dr. Krieger. Excellently well-trained modern physicians. We have availability with our advanced practice providers, although seeing a physician is always an option for you. You can see me if you want to see me, mm -hmm. uh, if, you, if you like what you hear on the radio and you want a second opinion. About 40% of my patients actually come from another urologist, so really? we very commonly see people's other problems. Right. Uh, we do tons of vasectomies in our clinic. There are things that you may not know a urologist can take care of, like testosterone and your hormones. That's both for men and women. Mm -hmm. uh, and Donna, if people want to become our patient, uh, how do they do that? 40% is a big number. It's a big number. Didn't realize it was that big. Uh, if you're part of that 40% or more, call us at 512-238-0762. And remember, we are in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas. Check out our podcasts wherever you podcast. And if you have a question for us, we would highly encourage you to send it to us. Uh, it really feeds the show, uh, drives the content that, that we want to talk about and what our listeners are uh, most interested in hearing about. And there's really no topic that's too sensitive. We've talked about, you know, if you <laughs> listen to our our repertoire of uh, podcasts, you'll know that we've talked about kind of everything that can affect a man between his uh, nipples, nipples and, and his knees. knees. Uh, we have lots of special guests on the show as well. We love having that. Other doctors in our area that we have a lot of fondness for, who we think do a good job, mm -hmm. come and talk about different fields. And if you, there's a special kind of doctor that uh, you would like to hear about, you know, send us that mm. recommendation too. That's a great idea. We've had lots of, I think some of my favorites were the the wellness guy, Dr. Oob, mm -hmm. when he talked about mitochondria. Yeah. Life-changing. Yeah, yeah. But we've had everybody, every type of specialist. So yeah, we, we look have. forward to having our new newest sex therapist on Dr. Davidson soon too. Perfect. So that'll be fun. Awesome. So we do a lot of sexual medicine here in the clinic. Uh, that's both for men and for women. Mm -hmm. And Donna, what, what are some difficult sexual issues that you see come across the clinic that you think is hard to treat or may get a better look here? Men and women or just men? Either one. Either one. Um, I see a lot of women my age, I guess because that's my circle, right? I have a lot of female friends in my age group that ask what we do. And then when I say we treat hormones, it's always a surprise and shock because I think women are so used to going to their OB-GYNs for hormone treatment. But I think there's kind of a, a basic blanket on what OB-GYNs want to offer, like your typical estrogen. And they don't like to really talk about testosterone, um, but they do progesterone. So I know that there's that. And then also erectile dysfunction is so vague and 
across the board for everybody. So maybe we can kind of narrow in on the type of erectile dysfunction, which is all of it, I guess, um, and how we treat that. So women's sexual dysfunction is an interesting topic because, like you said, so many women would assume that their OBGYNs are experts in it because, you know, right. their OBGYNs treat their vagina. Yeah. But what we know from treating men is that it's not just the vagina. Right. Just like it's not just the penis. Although in a man, a lot of it is the penis. It is just the penis. A lot of it is the penis. Some days. But, you know, you, you kind of don't have to have, quote unquote, a working vagina to have sex. You do have to have a working penis oh, to have intercourse. Butthole. Right, okay. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. <laughs> uh, you know, There's that. But, you know, just, just a well-lubricated cavity should not be the, the standard that we're setting for ourselves as a society. Will you please tell my husband that? Because that's all he wants is a well-lubricated cavity. <laughs> So let's talk about like kind of how we approach women's sexual dysfunction. And uh, fortunately, uh, we're doing a lot more education of medical students, which didn't didn't occur. I'm actually a professor, uh, an adjunct professor at Texas A&M Medical School, mm-hmm. and that's my lecture. I give a lecture on women's sexual dysfunction. That's right, and men's right. That's right. But uh, on the women's side, we separate problems in the bedroom in several different categories. There are problems with desire. That mm-hmm. means you don't want to have sex. That's me. There are problems with pain mm-hmm. that can and that's where you know atrophy or uh, lack of um, uh, lubrication can play a big role in that but there are other types of pain disorders that can affect a woman also me continue and then you have problems with orgasm which is mm. which is separate so like you know you would think that if you have the desire you would be able to orgasm right but not always there can be things anatomically, neurologically, that can affect somebody's ability to, to have an orgasm. Mm-hmm. And then finally, there are uh, other sexual uh, arousal issues. And that's when we talk about uh, sexual dysfunction in a man, an arousal problem would be an erection. Mm-hmm. In a woman, it's the same thing. If you're not getting aroused, then all the desire in the world, it's going to be a downstream kind of problem mm. that if you don't get aroused, you're not going to enjoy it and then you're not going to want it. And Mm. so it used to be when we were uh, learning about the sexual response cycle as medical students back 20, 25, 30 years ago, Mm -hmm. it was considered linear. First desire, and then came arousal, Mm -hmm. and then came climax, and then came resolution. So we would like learn about things in a linear fashion. Okay. But it doesn't didn't take long getting married <laughs> to realize that these things can all, you know, interact together. So if you're having pain, you're not going to have desire. Right. If you're and 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 I, I come across a lot of men who have this problem with delayed orgasm. Mm. They just it it sounds wonderful mm. if you have premature ejaculation, oh. but if you're just sitting there pumping and pumping and pumping and you're not getting any payoff, you're just not going to want to have sex in the first place. Right. And the same thing is true of women. If they're not right. having an orgasm, uh, then their you know their desire is going to go down. Right. If you're having arousal problems, if you're a man, it's easy to see that your desire is going to go down because you don't want to go in the bedroom and fail. Yeah. But similarly, if you're a woman with arousal problems, you're going to have more pain, more discomfort, more difficulty having an orgasm. Mm-hmm. And so it, it may sound great to classify problems like I was a filofax, right? Like, hey, this is these are the three problems you have, bada bing, and then say, oh, I have nothing to do for it. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of women are. They're like, well. I don't have a desire, so there's nothing the doctor can do about it. You know, I talked to my OBGYN about it. They didn't seem that interested. And that's the truth. About um, In each of these categories, uh, women will bring them up with their OBGYN most of the time. Mm-hmm. And if their OBGYN kind of brushes them off, then mm-hmm. they never bring it up again. Oh, 
I bet that's a huge percentage. Because that that doctor to them is like, you know, man, I finally opened myself up about this problem. That guy, that gal did not give a damn. Right. And it's because they're not trained. That's that simple. Uh, Why many, don't you think the public knows more of that? Because I think that women's sexual problems are considered psychological yeah. by most people, both men and women. Okay. So if you don't want to have sex, that means something's wrong with you. Just have a glass of wine and shut up. Yes, lady. yes, yes. We've heard that so many times. Just, just <laughs> drug yourself and lie there. <laughs> but that's not that's not oh. very good medicine, in my opinion. So, Ooh. so when it comes good. to when it comes to treating a woman, first mm-hmm. we want to make sure that they're hormonally balanced. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that you are given good, accurate information on your risk for secondary malignancy or other kind of problems that people generally associate with with hormones. Mm-hmm. And recall that on this show, I say all the time. Your doctor is going to have a bunch of biases. And if you're relying on your doctor to make decisions for you completely and you don't do your own research, then you're going to be stuck with whatever biases they came into the... You True. Know, and, and if they went to a program that was not doing a lot of hormones, then they're not going to do hormones. Yeah. And remember, when we train as doctors, we train in public health systems. We train in like the VA. We train in free clinics. Mm-hmm. These aren't people who are coming in. These people complaining of, of major problems like right. tumors growing out of their body that they have ignored. Yeah, these more finely tuned problems of sexual dysfunction and things of that nature. These are things that you'll see in a private practice clinic, and oftentimes residents uh, do not get a lot of exposure to these things. Yeah, that makes sense. And in fact, all of my education came after I finished residency. I went and did a special fellowship in just women's sexual dysfunction. Mm-hmm. And we have lots of treatments. There are two FDA treatments that exist for women with low sexual desire. Mm-hmm. One is called Addy, and the other one is called um, Vilesi. Mm-hmm. There are medications that will help with arousal. Obviously, hormone treatments with both testosterone and estrogen in women has been shown time and time again to help women reclaim a lot of what they lost as they age. Mm -hmm. We even have medicines to make your orgasm better, believe it or not. Hmm. You would think that one statement would mean that there would be a stampede of people coming to our clinic. But (laughs) I think- We sort of have that. (laughs) I think there's just some, you know, some people just have like some doubts about whether that really truly exists. Yeah. And we just want to give people comfort knowing that, that exists. So if you want treatment or uh, help us address your women's sexual dysfunction issue, how do they get a hold of us? You call us at 512-238-0762 and visit our website, armormenshealth.com. And don't forget to listen to these amazing podcasts wherever you podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Armour Men's Health Show. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, board-certified urologist, proud founder of NAU Urology Specialist, the sponsoring group for this show. And I'm joined by my co-host, the ever-wonderful Donnelly. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show and thank you for listening to the podcast. Donnelly is a professional comedian. That's why she's so smooth on the radio. Mm, somebody just... told me I have the voice that I should put on the call map. So how do I do that? How do I get about that? I think that they were just uh, offering to pay you for your OnlyFans page. Oh, well, I got to get that started. So let's Hi do there. it. Yeah. <laughs> Here's <Yeah>. my feet. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God all you need to do is show your feet and talk. That. Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> I like that OnlyFans idea. We'll do it. Uh, this is a men's health show. Uh, in the last segment, we did focus quite a bit on women's sexual health. And if you missed that segment and you want to hear about it, you can catch oh. our podcast. I wanted to say, too, uh, after we spoke about that, we should tell the men 
who are who have women who have sexual dysfunction, you can't bring it up to your woman. You can't very well go to your wife and say, you know what, we don't have good sex anymore. And what's your problem, lady? But you can have her listen to that podcast. Hmm. So then we can bring it up and be the bad guys. Yeah, often. I think I, I think I think distrustful relationships <laughs> and lack of transparent conversation <laughs> is exactly what makes sexual relationships work. <laughs> nice job, Donna. Well, look at me. My, We're going to be looking at her my five uh, marriage therapist, marriage therapist <laughs> <laughs> business opening up soon. Listen, just don't say anything and just sit there and take it until you're fed up and then just stab him in the neck. Oh, there we go. There you go. I do love a multiple marriage situation. That's okay. right. Just, just cheat on her. <laughs> Why be honest? There we go. Uh, obviously, we're not into that. Um, and I think that, you know, <laughs> as embarrassing as it can be to, you know, have a sexual problem, having a doctor that you can be open with and help make a effort to oh, you diagnose you. Make America great again. I just knew that was coming. So so I thought what we would do is um, when it comes to sexual dysfunction in men, mm-hmm. uh, in the last segment, I talked about how we classify sexual dysfunction in women right. along four categories, desire, arousal, climax, and then pain or anatomic issues. So the most common anatomic issues that we deal with in our practice include Peyronie's disease, which mm-hmm. is a curvature of the penis. Mm-hmm. And this is a little friend that we've had forever. You know what I'm saying? Right. And this is, this, I, I, I think babies probably touch this thing all the time. When you're a little boy, you're you know, your, your penis is a very important part of your life. Well, because it's so out there and, and if you're, dangling. If, you, if you're like 60 years old and one day you get up and this thing is bent, it almost feels like a betrayal. It's <laughs> a betrayal. Bet. I'm sure. And so if, if you wake up with Peyronie's disease, it can come on instantly. It can come in in the absence of trauma. And it's frightening. You should come in and see a doctor that's going to care. Honestly. It always surprises me. So you can just wake up as a man and your penis was normal the day before. Yes. And literally and the wake next up day. And you're peeing in your face. And you have because it's going straight a up. ninety degree angle. Yeah, it can be it can be just that bad. Just all. If of it's sudden. not trauma, what causes that? It is something to do with just how the body is depositing scar. Okay. And although trauma can be associated with it, it's not always, and that's what the important thing just to kind of you know to, to kind of understand. So over time, the scarring builds up and builds up, but then it, it presents it, really it actually. Quickly. It actually gets deposited almost immediately. Wow. And causes the nodule and curvature. Then there are. Problems with the foreskin. So very tight foreskin or what we call a frenular tightness where right on the undersurface underneath your pee hole, that little band of tissue right there, and this is only this is mainly for uh, uncircumcised men, mm-hmm. will pull and can tear. And that can be dealt with very easily here in the office with something called a frenulectomy covered mm-hmm. by insurance. If it's not, I think we charge like 200 bucks for it. And oh, it's wow. a very easy way to not have a circumcision and not have that sexual pain. Oh, So then okay. let's go back to the beginning, and that's sexual desire. And I think that when men have low sexual desire, mm-hmm. they think that something is wrong with them and oftentimes will not come in to see us. It's embarrassing for them. They're embarrassed. Yeah. And so sexual desire is often driven by testosterone, mm-hmm. but not just testosterone. Okay. So if you have low sexual desire and you went to your doctor and they gave you testosterone and it didn't work, that's not the end of the road. We have medications that are FDA approved for women to improve sexual desire, mm-hmm. but in our patient population, they often work in an off-label way for men. Mm. We also that know that other hormone imbalances 
like high estrogen or high prolactin can also reduce your sexual desire. So it's not that testosterone's the switch off and on, off and on. Mm-hmm. Then there are other reasons that somebody's sexual desire can be low. Obviously, marital problems. Mm. You know, that can be, a, you know, a big, a big issue. Super bitchy wife. Yeah. Isn't that redundant? That's a byproduct. Is that redundant? No, they might have a wonderful marriage, okay. but the wife is so bitchy, the guy doesn't want to say anything. He's like, I'm not having sex with this lady because she's mean. Yeah, but those patients aren't coming to see me. Wait, did I describe my relationship? Yeah, you did. Oh, oh man. <laughs> that was a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Time to turn it around. Oops. Uh, I think that, you know, when it comes to people that are coming to see me, most men that are seeing me with low sexual desire, they feel that it's an abnormality because there's a, a disconnect mm-hmm. uh, because they are still attracted to their wife, as it were, right. or their partner, or or they're single, and now their lack of desire is affecting their coupling behavior, their seeking, of, seeking behavior. So mm-hmm. then there's the group of people who have low sexual desire because of erectile dysfunction. So this right. is a chicken and egg problem. Right. If your desire is low, oftentimes your erections are not as rigid. And if your erections aren't as rigid, sometimes it makes your sexual desire low mm-hmm. because nobody wants to fail in the bedroom. Right. So when we do it and people have both, we fix the erections first and then we see what kind of impact it has on desire. And then we try different kinds of meds. Mm-hmm. Then when it comes to arousal, that means getting an erection. So people can have a difficulty getting an erection. They can have trouble keeping an erection. They can have trouble with rigidity of erections. Mm, so and, many problems. And they've been given a pill or they get one on the internet or they get one from a friend and maybe it works, maybe it doesn't work, or maybe it did work and now it doesn't work. When I see a patient taking pills that they got even from another physician, 80% of them aren't taking it properly. Oh my. So, but men that come see me again want to get to the root of what's going on. So if you have diabetes or other neurologic conditions, we can actually test the nerve function to see what's going on from a vibratory and temperature sensation Mm -hmm. uh, of the skin of the penis. Is that abnormal? In the office. In the office. Right. We can actually do ultrasounds that find the wavelengths of the arteries and veins in the penis to see why they're draining or why they're not draining. Mm -hmm. And that can give us some insight, especially for young men. Mm -hmm. If you're 28 years old with erectile dysfunction, don't just like find some pills and take it. I mean, come in and let's figure out what the heck's going on. Yeah. You have 70 more years of trying to use that thing. That's true. You'd like to know what's wrong with it. Mm -hmm. And so then there comes the issue of orgasm. And that's another one that people sometimes have difficulty seeking care for. Mm -hmm. Premature ejaculation, if it affects you severely, can make it so you never want to get in the bedroom because Mm -hmm. it's embarrassing. Yeah. You're You're not helping her. You're embarrassed to start. So one of the most enjoyable acts that we as humans are given <laughs> by nature, you don't want to do because you're, you know, getting that, t- finishing the race too quick. Right. And so we have a number of ways that we can help men extend their, what we call, intravaginal latency time. Intravaginal latency time. Boy, that takes the sexy right out it of does, it. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> Wow. Not sexy at all, but I get it. So we have medications that can do it, numbing creams that don't affect your partner. Then we have pelvic floor physical therapy that really works uh, very well. Mm -hmm. And then we often use, um, you know, a a local Austin company called uh, Fleshlight. They have a stamina builder. Uh, They do not sponsor us, although we would be happy to. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, it would be nice if somebody came on the show once in a while. It'd be great if you had Uh, a marketing person who could figure that stuff out. Yeah, maybe she could also be my co-host on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, there are things that you can do that can help make things better, mm-hmm. you know? And so, and we're not trying to get you to like 45 minutes. No, but, oh, no, no, no. But we're trying to get you to three minutes, <laughs> three me. to seven minutes. And if you're like, hey, seven minutes sounds about right for me right now, 
but you want it to last longer, these techniques still work. But if you're if you're orgasming within 30 seconds to a minute, then there are things That's that ideal. can be done. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, wait. That was great for my life. That but... was my plan mm-hmm. all along. <laughs> so when it comes to uh, more natural things that we do, uh, in addition to hormone balancing, um, we also have a number of supplements that can help uh, improve the blood flow into your penis. We mm-hmm. have the shockwave therapy that can use ultrasound to cause microtrauma and then a reconstruction of the, the hardware of the penis. And then we have the uh, PRP shot that we give that can help restore some sensation to the penis. So, mm-hmm. you know, we just talked for 11 minutes on erectile dysfunction. And for many of our listeners, that's, listeners, that's the longest 11 minutes are going to have because... When they go to their primary care doctor and say, I have ED, they say, here's a script. Good luck. Right. And like, or here's the urology referral. And then oftentimes they're like, here's the script. Good luck. Yeah. And if the pills aren't working, you need a more advanced uh, evaluation, and we're here to provide that for you. Mm-hmm. So uh, all six of the urology physicians are uh, trained in advanced erectile dysfunction techniques. Uh, all of our advanced practice providers are so as well. And so we would love to see you as a patient. Donna, how do people do that? You, If you're curious about the intravaginal latency issue, call us at 512. Is that right? Did I say it right? You did. Nice ah, job. 512-238-0762 or visit our website, armormenshealth.com. You can submit your questions right there at the top right. Submit a question. And you can visit us in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, Dripping Springs, and check out our podcast wherever you podcast. Thanks, Dr. Mystery. Thank you, Donna. The Armor Men's Health Show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at armormenshealth.com.